I'll start recording. Praise God. You can have what you say. Say, I have. Hey, you guys are not talking, fam. I have what I say. Now, Kennedy again says, what if everything you say come to pass? He says, will you watch how you talk? I've started. Kennedy again once said, that what, what if you have everything you say, would you watch how you talk? Now, watch carefully. Imagine you record everything you say in a day and you play it after. <laughs> and you hear the rubbish you have been speaking in that day. <laughs> would you watch how you talk? And I really want to give you an assignment. I, I've tried that thing before. You can put it, you can just, you know, we, we live in the day of technology. You can just deliberately do it one day. Put a phone recorder or something for your whole day. Just be recording yourself. Record the words you say. I'm not saying when you are praying. When you are praying, you are saying the right thing. I'm saying when situations happen to you, when situations beat you hands down, put your phone on record. Record what you say. Are you speaking God's word? Or you are speaking your feeling? Or you are speaking your doubt? Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, look at Genesis. There's something I want you to understand in Genesis. And this is just a flimsy um, explanation. Look at Genesis chapter 1, verse 1 to let's say 4. It says, In the beginning, God created heaven and earth, verse 2, and the earth was without form and void, and the darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters, verse 2, and says, And God said. Now, there is something about Genesis that runs through Genesis was God said, God said, God said. God said simply means an utterance was made. The Spirit of God and the Word of God is identical. God's Word is, is what God said. The Word of God is, means what God has spoken, what God has said. And there is something you need to understand. If we study the whole of Genesis, you will see in verse 9, it says God said. In verse 6, God said. Everything, God's in verse 14, and God said. So that is God is a speaking being. And that is why the only revelation we have about God is in his word. Let me explain. We don't have the revelation of God in pictures. We don't have the revelation of God in, in artifacts. We don't have the revelation of God in... In, in museums, we only have the revelation of God in what he has said in his word. I tell people, just a side note, I tell people that everything that God did, in, Jesus did in three days and three nights, were all put together in words. That when we now preach that word, men are saved. Ayah. That is the old summary. Of everything Jesus did, the old pains, how we can understand it is when I preach it in words. Yeah? So that means the old pains, the old suffering, the old resurrection and everything, everything is all summed up in words. Now, now look at, look at something. Look at something he says. Look at chapter 2 now when he says, uh, <laughs> look at chapter 2 when he was saying, you shall not eat of every food in the garden. Now, you know, we studied that this morning and all of those things. That's why I say it's a flimsy explanation and all. It shows the use of your mouth. That is, what you eat is what you say. When in, what was saying in Genesis 2, that you shall not eat and all of those things. Genesis 3, that you should know. Eat is a representation of your words. Don't forget, Moses wrote in pictorial and in figurative languages. Now, 
what ran through genesis when it was saying you when it was saying um what you eat it means what you say that is the mouth shows when moses was trying to write about you shall know it was making them understand that your your statement now watch carefully what god said and what man said is a conflicting idea let me tell you what has been happening from the beginning of ages it has been what god said what the devil said and what man said we saw that today we, we, when when the, when she was going on today earlier on that everything that's happened in, in in human history has always been what did god say what did the man say and what did the devil say don't forget there is a journey now look at what happened look at what's happened in, in verse 4 genesis 3 verse 4 look at what happened in genesis 3 verse 4 he says, and the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die. The action of Satan was what he said. Activities on this earth are run by your words. Activities on earth are run by words. God created the earth from his word. Everything that is going on in this earth is run by words. The earth is run by words. So if you are lameness, you are unknown. That's why everything has name. The, if they say yes, you will listen. Because you are programmed to respond to words. If I call you Pelumina, you are going to respond. Because everyone is programmed to respond to words. No matter even if somebody says, hey, find it, find it. In your mind, you will look back. Because everyone is programmed to respond to words. Now the question will be, what are you programmed to listen to? What are you programmed to say? Are you guys getting this? I'm in a journey. We are programmed to respond to words. Our minds are conscious of words too. That is something you need to get. Everyone's mind is conscious of words. Is either the words you take in, the words you permit in, or the words you give room for. Our minds are conscious to respond to words. Now look at serpent. Look at what look at look at look at what happened. Look at what happened in chapter 3, verse 1. The Bible says, And the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field. We have learned in Revelation 12. In Revelation 12 said that old serpent, verse 9, when he was saying in, 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 that serpent means that old serpent, he calls it the devil. That is the devil came subtly. Look at what happened. Genesis 3, verse 1. Am I am I going too fast? Huh? No, I'm going too fast. <laughs> All right, I'll calm down. I'm sorry, I'm trying to beat time. Genesis 3, verse 1, it says, Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God has made. Subtility means the serpent came unnoticed. Subtility means the serpent came, <laughs> he slipped in and he spoke. So the first word of, of the, the first thing the serpent does most time is to come softly, unnoticed. You know, I was saying something earlier before we started. I said if there is a point you need to understand some knowledge that if you don't understand certain things at times, you'll be so ignorant and it can mess you up. See, let me tell you, the next thing after salvation is knowledge, not making never know because you made it already. The next thing after salvation is that you must run from, you must run to get knowledge. Now watch carefully. The first work of Satan was subtlety. And many times we accept what's in our heart unnoticed. You see, we are buttressing the earlier message. We, the, 
Eve accepted the word unnoticed, the devil came softly. Many of us have accepted words in our heart unnoticed. Words are scripting, and we've taken those words to be who we are. I'm going gradually. I don't want to rush time. I don't want to rush before what I was saying. Genesis 3, the first action on earth was what he said. And he said it softly. He said, you shall not surely die. Simple. <laughs> Very soft. Are you getting this? What's our program? I showed you from Genesis 1. God said, God said. The lesson was man said. Now devil is saying. And he came softly. You shall not surely die. I'm sure he will just say it's true. <laughs> anyway, it's a figurative statement. Satan's action was to doubt the integrity of God's word. Satan said, she too also said. Have you seen? Look at what happened now. The woman now said, look at verse 1. Verse 1. And Satan was more, chapter 3, verse 1 now. And Satan was more subtle than any beast in the field. Look at verse 2. And the woman said to Satan, a function of words. What wrong the head? When it comes to the antics of the Satan's work in the earth, it's as a result of what we see. How the devil walks and operates on the head is as a result of what we see. Either the message we preach or the way we give him or we give the way we give him authority through our words. When it comes to see, what you say, we either elongate. Learn, I want you to listen to this carefully. What you say, we either elongate Satan's wisdom or drop it. Your words are so important. Ah! Your words are so important. God said, Satan spoke. God's word will not undo Satan's activities till you put his word on your mouth. God's word will not undo. Listen, listen to me, guys. God is no longer doing anything again. When he said he sat down, he sat down. Let's He's sad that he's not standing up. Though you know that sitting down is, is just a, a place of position. <laughs> Your words are so important that if you allow anything softly come through you and you start saying those words, it's going to go that way. But listen, what you say will end up elongate Satan's wisdom or drop it. God's word will not undo Satan's activities to you put God's word on your mouth. You want to stop something. You want to stop the devil's action. You don't, you don't keep quiet. No, listen, guys. You don't keep quiet. You don't allow the devil has the last say over you. When somebody says to you, you are stupid, you don't allow that word dive into you and agree that you are stupid. Listen to me. How did you know that your name is Pelumi? You knew your name is Pelumi because they called you Pelumi and you agreed with it and you started being it. That's how you accepted your name. But assuming you have the sense when you're a child that I don't believe and I don't agree my name is Pelumi, you will fight it and you say, no, my name is not Pelumi. But when you're a child, they called you Favor. They called you Tony and you said, okay, yes, that's my name. And you grew up with the understanding that this is my name. But if you fought it and you say, no, this is not my name. You would have had an auction. You would have spoken out. Are you guys getting something? God's word will not... Listen. 
Satan will not will win. Let me use that statement. Satan will keep winning if you don't know what to do with God's word. God's word is meant to be put on your lips to speak. Joshua was writing in Joshua 1. He says, this book of the Lord shall not depart out of my mouth, not out of my heart. We know, you know what happens to what folks? They would have known the word. Is that they put the word in their hearts. They don't even put it in their lips. He says, the book of the Lord shall not depart out of thy mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night. Meditation in the Hebrew, when you see a Jewish meditate, they meditate loudly. So when they are speaking God's word, I know who I am. I know what God says about me. They are saying it loudly. Now, watch carefully. Put his word on your lips. You need to understand how to put God's word on your lips. God spoke. Satan spoke. And man still speaks. That is what happened from Genesis. I just showed you an overview from Genesis. God said, man said, Satan spoke. So a man is still speaking. So which one are we going to accept? We rather accept God's word and put it on our lips or we accept the devil's word. What is the devil? The devil will say something contrary to God's word. It's the devil that will tell you you are sick and you start having the notion. That feeling, you know, it, the Bible says it comes softly. That feeling will come and you say you are sick. The thing you just start doing is you will not say it with your mouth and say, I'm sick. You have already accepted it. <laughs> You don't understand how it works. The moment you start saying, I'm sick. See, even if you were not sick too much before, the moment it came to your consciousness that you were sick, it just works. Because you accepted it. If they tell you you are a failure and you accept it, you are a joke. See, if no long, no long, if you don't program your mind to understand that that is not who I am. It's just like before you understood the gospel. They so long told you that you are a sinner. You are a sinner, you are a sinner, you are a sinner. That's what you were hearing every day. So even no matter what you do, even if you do good, you will still say, I'm still a sinner. But when you came to the understanding of the word and they told you you are righteous, and you really got this by righteousness. So even if somebody says you are a sinner, you say, oh, I'm, a, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. God's word is meant to be spoken. It's meant to be put on your lips. Now, these are salty things. Let me explain why I'm teaching this. These are some things that believers have not come to understand. And I'm telling you, ignorance is a disease. It, Dr. Damla said, it will naked you. <laughs> Doubt, fear, sin are all in words. When you, see, when you doubt something, you will say it. Doubt, fear, sin are all in words. <laughs> It comes to your heart. But the moment you give it a voice through your words, you give it room for it. You start saying, ah, I think I'm having cancer. So it be for you. <laughs> Are you guys getting this? Now, watch carefully. God does not control what you say. Hope you know. That is why as a believer, you need to be intelligent with your, with your speech. Colossians 3 says, Let my speech be with grace, seasoned with salt, that ye may know how ye ought to answer every man. God does not control what you say. Now, let me explain something. <laughs> Look at in that same Genesis 3. 
Genesis 3, the Bible says, in Genesis 3, 15, it says, And I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and thy seed, and thy seed, and it shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. And the woman, he said, I will multiply all of those things. Now, that Genesis 3, the woman thought it was Cain. The woman, when she now gave birth to Cain and Abel, now look at it, in chapter 4, he now says, look at what happened. And Adam gave chapter 4 verse 1. And Adam knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived and bare Cain and said, I have gotten a man from the Lord. She was thinking that seed the Lord promised. In Genesis 3, 15, was Cain. said, I have gotten a man from the Lord now. Mm -mm. Later on, she now found out, no, it's not a woman. That's why there was genealogies all over the scriptures because genealogies is the point to Christ. When you see all those bigad, bigad, it's to make you understand that they were finding the seed. It's from, it's, it's the stern root of that genealogy was Genesis 3.15. They are looking for the seed of the woman that will bruise the head of his heel. So, that's why every genealogy stopped in Jesus. Because every genealogy was to point to Jesus and to show us Jesus. But the woman thought that that was it. Now, just, just a side note. Now, your words express your heart. Ignorance and sin. Your words express your heart. Words are not as harmless as you think. Let me say it again. Words are not as loose or harmless as you think. The moment you kept telling yourself things that God did not call you, he starts having a negative effect on you. How many of you want to live a productive and successful and victorious life? You want to. It depends on your words. Words are not as harmless as you think. In the will of God, listen, let me even show you something to tell you how much words are powerful. In the will of God, God's will and his wisdom is made known by just preaching. I will just explain it. If you think words are not powerful, why do you think God summed up all the message, everything he did in three days and three nights with just words? That when we now preach it, the Bible now says it's the power of God unto salvation. Do you know that just your words can get somebody born again? Just imagine how much your so that means your words can save somebody from hell. Your words can save somebody from destruction. That means so when he was not saying when you heal the sick, so that means your words can heal the sick. Haya. Words are not as harmless as you think. Don't always say the word when you want to pray. Don't always say the word when you want to when you want to give, preach to somebody, when you want to evangelize and do outreach to somebody. Don't that don't let that be the only time you speak the word. Speak the word every time. Put it on your lips. It's meant to be spoken. Say what God has said about you. God's will on the earth, words. What's the will? That all men will be saved. How will all men be saved? Through preaching. How does it preaching of words? Satan will in the earth, words too. <laughs> God's will doesn't just come on earth. God is not realistic. God speaks his word. Look at Hebrews 11. Let's go. Hebrews 11. Soon, soon. Don't worry. You get this there. I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. <laughs> say, I have what I say. You're not saying it like you mean it. I have what I say. Now, look at something. I want to show you Abraham now. Now, see, look at 
Look at um, 11, Hebrews 11, 11. Through faith, Sarah also received strength to conceive and was delivered of his child. And she was past eight because she judged him. Verse 12 says, Therefore sprang there even one, even as the goods, and so the stars and the multitude and the sons of the seashore innumerable. Verse 13, and those died, having received the promise. Haven't seen a farm or persuaded in the might farm. Looking for where it says, and Abraham staggered not at the promise of God. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where it says, and Abraham staggered not at the promise of God. Okay. Verse 17. For by faith, no, it's not there. Okay, I'll find it later. I'll find it before we get there. Now, look at Okay, that's Romans 4 Romans 4 verse 1 Okay, Romans 4 verse 20 to 21 Alright He says, look at what happened Verse 19 And being not weak in faith He considered not his own body dead When he was about 100 years old Neither his deadness or Sarah's room Look at verse 20 He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief. Don't forget, unbelief is spoken in words too. But was strong in faith, giving glory to God, and be fully persuaded that what he had promised, he will be able to perform. So that this Abraham spoke God's word. He staggered not in faith. He said, no, I believe God's word for what it is. You don't keep quiet. You don't allow the devil as the last say. No, you don't keep quiet. I, you win all the time. You win all the time. You win all the time. You don't keep quiet. See, faith, doubt, unbelief, they are all spoken in words. I told you, get a recorder. When situations beat you ask down, what do you say? Those are the times you say, I don't quit. I don't allow the devil as the last say over me. I know this may be coming to me, but this is just for a while, and I'm going to come out victoriously. Aja! You win all the time. You live a victorious life. You see your results in school. You say, oh, I failed. No, I'm not a failure because I got a victory. I got a victory. I got a victory. I will just study man. I'm going to pass. You win all the time. You don't allow the devil have the last say. Haja. You put God's word. <laughs> you put God's word above the words of men. You put God's word first. Even in contrary situations, when the wind is blowing you this way, you say, no, I stand put on what God has said about me. He said I'm victorious and I believe his word that I'm victorious. When you don't even have money, you say, I call for money because I know my bills are paid, my needs are met. Aja. You know, start saying, I don't have money, I don't have money, I don't have money all the time. You don't have money, you are still saying you don't have money. When will you not have it? He says, calling things that be not as though they were. Aja. Uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
When you speak God's word, see, speaking God's word is important. Putting it on your lips is important. Oh, oh, you're not getting this. You're getting it. See, some people with your career, I'm not going to mention me. The people your career, the path you've chosen, has trained you to be professional doubters of God's work. You see situations like this, you say, you see situations like this, you say, no! He said, this cannot, God cannot be involved. We don't need God in this world. I'm not mentioning names. But people like us, that we, we know what we are doing in, law, in, in the Lord. And in the law, we know that God is, God is our back. So, see, and that is what has affected people. You are born of God. Hmm. See, the power of the tongues are in words spoken. Your words contain the words of life and death. They can express healing, they can express sickness. They can bless and they can curse. But when you say, I've got the victory, I've got the victory in every situation. The devil has no final say over my life. I win, I cannot be defeated. I always win, I don't quit. The devil cannot have the last say over me. See, there are times that you don't need to pray. Close the door. I, let, I, I, I think I heard that from Chris, Pastor Chris Oyakilomi. He said, don't shut the door. Get into a speaking section. Remind yourself who you are in Christ. Just start saying those things. I call things that be not as though the way. Things that be not as though the way. You can even start calling your years forward. You can say, I call 2020 forth. That 2020 is going to be a blessing. Every day of the month, like every first day of the month, I do that thing. I say, I call this day, this month. This month is blessed. This month will bring me good things. This month is joyful. I cannot have any cause to be sad this month. I have no cause to regret. You speak the word. See, along long, you will see the results. You have spoke your doubt. You spoke your fears. You spoke your worries. How many times have you seen the results? How many? When you see those bad days, don't beat yourself at that. I'm not saying no guy read. But you remind yourself, this is not who I am. I am not a failure. I'm a success. Speak God's word. You are born of his word, so you have to do the word. I like that. Period. With a T. Chiamaka is it with triple T's? Infinity. Infinity T's. You can determine what you say because it came to your heart first. Every word you spoke came to your heart first. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaking. Mm-hmm. But you can control it. If that negative thought comes, you say no. <laughs> if that thing was telling you, no, you know, you, you know, you, you know yourself. You know, you don't know yourself. You can say, oh, you know what people say? You know me, I know myself. Me, I'm a very angry I get angry. No, that's not who you are. The Bible says those that are born God are of God. God is not angry, you can't be angry. That is not your nature. He said, I know myself. Me, I, can, me, I get angry easily if I provoke for you. That is not yourself. That is not yourself. What you have is love, joy, peace, righteousness, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Glory, 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 glory. Yeah. That is not yourself. Yeah. You say, me, I know myself. If I talk for you, if I give you this word and I lambast you, you can't sleep. That is not yourself. Yeah. What you have is joy. Yeah. What you have is the words of life. That yeah. when you speak, things are happening. 
It says you have what you say. Yes. <laughs> you don't joke with the integrity of God's word. Some of you, you are battling with something and you are still watching movies that will contradict what you are battling with, that will, that will be exposing what you are battling with. Listen to me. Those are the times you speak God's word. You are battling with something. You are still listening to things that, we, that you are battling with. Ah, 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 You are struggling with something. Those are the times you didn't say, I'm victorious. Yes. I don't quit. This situation would rather back down for me, but I don't back down. There is something in the life of God that I know. God never gives up. You don't give up. No. You stay and stay to the end. There is something in the life of every believer that I know. We don't give up. Our situation would rather give up. Our problems would rather give up, but we stay and stay to the end. You are battling with something. It's not time to stay. Those are the times you speak God's word. I've come out of this victoriously. You are battling with sexual laws. You are battling with anything. You say, I'm not, I'm not of this. Paul says in Romans 6, he says, For sin shall no longer have dominion over you. Because you are not under the law, but under grace. That is who you are. So you don't battle with any sexual laws. You don't battle with pornography. You don't battle with anything. You say, I'm battling with this. No, you are not battling. You are victorious. You say, I'm, I'm trying to walk on my anger. No, you have overcome this. Yes, 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 yes. You say, I'm trying to walk on certain character of my body. In my life, you have overcome this. You are victorious already. He says that though, he says he has delivered us and trusted us from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear soul. So where we live is where freedom is. But the moment you keep telling yourself, I'm battling with this, I'm battling with this, you don't see the results. You're battling with lust. You're battling with anything. You're battling with your phone. You're battling with any addiction. You don't say, I'm battling with this. You say, I've come out of it. He says, for sin, Romans 6, he says, for sin shall no longer have dominion over you. He says, for you're not under the law, but under grace. He says, so so that your situation cannot, cannot have dominion over you. You don't back down. You, know, you, you have to learn how to speak God's word. I was telling you, I said, this thing I'm teaching you, I, I suffered it. Because I did not understand. And if you don't understand how to put God's word on your lips, you can know all the knowledge. But if you don't know how to put God's word on your lips and apply the word, you will suffer. You say, I, I don't have money, I don't have money. As the money come with your safety. Calling things that be not. I call for money as I walk and abundance is all my own. I walk in the supernatural favor. I don't lack anything. I don't lack God's supply. I don't lack supply. I have favor with God and man. That is my reality. Men see me and they bless me. Men see me and they like me. Men see me and they just favor me. That is who I am. My bills are paid. My needs are met. I don't struggle with anything. I don't struggle with loss. I don't struggle with anything. That is who I am. I am overcome. Yes. He says, you, he says, my beloved little children, you have overcome the world. That is how it works. You say, you having any sickness in your body. Those are not the times you start saying, oh, I'm sick, I'm sick. You're not leaving people for self-pity. It's pity you're looking for. Yeah. I remember those years when I used to be sick. I used to enjoy it. But the only reason I do is to enjoy it is because you, don't, you cannot eat when you are sick. Mm. 
-hmm. It is so pain. So sometimes after I will get away, I will still prolong the sickness. Just so that I can eat now. They don't say, ah, but you can eat now, you're okay. Ah, no, I'm not okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said, no, I cannot be okay now. But when I came to the truth, when I came to the understanding and I got tired, I said it in that sick bed that year, that night. After I watched people dying in my presence, I said, today, sickness leaves my body from this day. And from there, I've not been sick. I used to be a sickler. Till that day, till now, when symptoms come, the power of God is working effectively in my body, effective healing and a cure. You say those statements, you don't start looking for sympathy. Put the word on your lips, let it work. See, stay there. Sometimes deliberately, I'm, I'm not against drugs. Use drugs and all of those things, I'm not against it. Deliberately, not use it sometimes. Deliberately, stay there and see God's word work. Just see the power of God is working in my body. Effectively, effecting the healing and the cure. Just say it. Walk around, rejoice. The power of God is working effectively in my body, effecting the healing and the cure. Glory, 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 glory. I don't have this headache anymore because this headache is not mine. My body is of the Lord and in His temple. This sickness and this thing cannot dwell in His temple. The power of God is working in this body. And you say it. Tell me if you will not see the results. That's work for me. I cannot tell you that after how many years I said that we, I, I did not fall sick, symptoms did not come, he came. You just have to learn to stay on the word so that you do not allow the devil to stay softly and going. Don't criticize miracles because you don't know when you will need one. Reverend Onayika said that statement. He says don't criticize miracles because you don't know when you will need one. When you watch videos, even if you see their fake, say, I know God's power heals the sick. And the Bible told us that we shall lay hands on the sick and the sick will recover. Say it. Instead of saying, oh, this is it. Don't jeopardize miracles like that. Say that I know, I believe. Just like that, those times when we were seeing those resurrection videos. We say God raised Jesus from Lazarus. Those raised from the dead. He raised Lazarus from the dead. I believe in raising up of the dead. Bessini, that was a raised almost 11 people from the dead in his lifetime. I believe in the raising up of the dead. You say those things, you don't allow those things. Because when those things start getting, you know one thing about what folks? Is that they will not now, they believe so much in the world that they now feel like they cannot do the supernatural anymore. Because the world has started saying, oh, when you do the supernatural, you be, I believe in the supernatural. I believe in the prophecies. I believe in the laying on of us. I believe in, in calling, I believe in the word of knowledge, word of wisdom, word of the utterance gift, the revelation gift, the power gift. It works effectively in my body. I throw in it with no, with, with no, with, with no, with no, with no pity. Say those things to yourself. I don't struggle with any gifts of the spirit. I flow effectively. Not long from now, you'll be a G. Say the right thing. You have victory over it. I have overcome sin. I walk in victory. You don't make sin look like the winner. That's one thing I don't like about people. You don't really make sin look like the winner. I, I've told myself, I'm not going to make sin look like the winner over my life again. Never. Sin doesn't win. I win. I win. I win. I win. I win. I win. Sin cannot win. No. No. I'm not under the law. It says for sin shall not dominate my life. You don't make sin win. 
You don't need a psychologist. You've been hurt already. The very moment you got born again, you got hurt. You don't need a therapist. You don't need a rehabilitation center. You've been hurt. You don't need people to start telling you, you know, when you not go through this process, you not take step one. Aya, a believer. <laughs> You've been hurt. Say the right things. I cannot be defeated. Let that be your statement. I cannot be defeated and I will never quit. Learn to say the right things. Learn it. You have what you say. This earth are run by words. Look at Luke 7. Let's see this picture quickly. Luke 7. We'll soon be done. Luke 7. Luke 7. Look at the centurion. Look at the centurion servant. Luke 7. Luke 7. Look at the centurion servant. Luke 7. Look at verse 9. You know the background of the story. Look at verse 8. For I am a man set under authority, having soldiers that I may come. One go, goeth, and his other come, and he cometh. And to myself, and do this, and he doeth it. Verse 9. And when Jesus had these things, he marveled at him, and turned him about, and said unto his people that followed him, and said, I say unto you, I have not found such a great faith in Israel. Now, we'll look at something. Jesus has, there was two times Jesus used that word, great faith. Jesus marveled. There are two times Jesus marveled, I mean. Jesus marveled at great faith and great unbelief. Now, watch carefully. The centurion servant understand the use of authority. He said, just speak your word and my son will be here. You don't need to go there. He says, because I understand. Because I'm a man of authority and I understand when I, when I say a servant should go there. And, and Jesus marveled. I have not found short a great faith in Israel. And the Bible says, immediately Jesus spoke the word. At that very hour, the person was here. From a far distance, your words travel like electricity. Your words can penetrate through situations. Imagine you can pray in tongues for hours and speak the right thing. Aya. Just imagine. Just imagine you finish praying and all you are saying is the right thing. You are saying the right thing. You are confessing the right words. You won't keep quiet. Meditation is active. What expresses your authority is not I believe it, it's your words. You, 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 you are not ignorant of understanding the believer's authority in this church. You are not ignorant of it. But how do you express your authority? Your words. Your words are empty. You have to feel it the way you want it to be. You choose the character of your words. You must know what you want to say. You must know. You must know what you want to say. You don't just leave your word void. You don't leave your word void. You must know exactly what you want to say. You don't allow condemnation setting. You use your words. Learn to speak God's word. Look at the woman with the issue of blood. He says, if I can but touch the hem of his garment, I will be made of. That's where she got her freedom. Just let me touch it. She was saying it. Just let me touch, touch the hem of the garment. I will be made of. Our words came out of it. Aja. Jesus said in Mark eleven twenty three, 
Look at, let's go there. Mark 11, 23. Mark 11, 23. I just need to show you scripture so it doesn't, so when people listen to this audio, they don't say, he was just, he did not give us scripture. He was just talking. <laughs> That's the next thing people can start saying now. Mark 11, 23. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. <clears throat> For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say to this mountain, be thou moved, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart. Doubt is in what too? He says, but you believe, and those things he shall see shall come to pass. He said, he shall have whatsoever he said. Mark 11, 23. Say, I have what I say. I have what I say. I have what I say. He says, you know, there's one part in the Bible in Matthew 16. I don't want to go there. You can go do your further study on that. Mark, Mark, Matthew 6, 6, 6, 31 to 34, I believe. Where he said, don't take, take no thought saying. So your thoughts can be in your saying. Say what God said. What has God said about you? Let us say the right things. Dishonor, all beliefs are expressed in words. When we start doing much of Holy Ghost meetings now, I want to teach you how to honor your believer. You don't call your belief, you don't call a believer stupid. Stupid cannot eat the sick. Stupid cannot give you right words. Stupid cannot bless you and edify you. You need to learn to respect believers. If you look at a man of God and just say, stupid man, stupid man, just take your miracle away. I'm serious. Lay honor. Honor is in words. See, 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 look at his head. Look at his head. Cannot hear you. That's the truth. Learn to say the right thing. Don't look down on any believer. Once you see any man of God, don't say, oh, don't, don't say, oh, this and that and that. You don't know who God. Reverend Onika used to say something. Say, you don't know who God chooses to bless. You don't know who God. No, no, that's what he said. He said, You don't know who God has chosen to bless you. So rather respect and honor all. You don't know who God has sent to bless you. But if you say the person, if you could be going, does not eat the sickle. And like told you, he said that statement. He said, Don't criticize miracles because you don't know when you need one. It can be that Olori Pangolo God has chosen to bless you with. It can be that Olei Pangolo that will heal you. But Olei Pangolo, if you call him Olei Pangolo, if Olei Pangolo can have <laughs> Just for people that will listen to this thing later in the future or something. Olei Pangolo means big head. <laughs> I believe. Empty. Empty head or something. You call an ill... Imagine you call an ill minister idiot. Idiot does not eat the sick. Put God's word on your lips. Your words give directions to God's power. Listen to me, guys. How do you shun God's power? Your words. When you want to heal the sick, your words. I want to teach you something. When you want to heal the sick, it's through your words. Your words give directions to God's power. Your words give directions to God's miracle. Are you guys getting this? Your words. God's power is transmitted by words. Preaching brings God's words. You don't know yourself. See, thank God for preaching, but speak to yourself.
thank God for preaching, but speak to yourself. If you have in your heart what people have said about you, you will not walk in victory. I'm going to explain this. Let me look at, let's look at the last scripture. Hebrews 13. I want everybody to go there now. Hebrews 13. Let's look at the last scripture. Then we'll call it a day. Hebrews 13. Let's look at um, verse 5 and 6. Look at verse 5. Hebrews 13. Let your conversation. Hebrews 13 verse 5 and 6. Let your conversation be. Let your conversation be without covetousness. And be content with such things as ye have. Look at this. Look at the next place. It says, For he had said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. Look at verse 6. So that we may boldly say, Aja. So he has said something so that we may boldly say. Are you getting it? Did you get it? Five says he has said. What does he say? We can boldly say what he has said. He says that the Lord is my helper. I will not fear what can man do to me. Aja. Helper is the Greek word called Ezar. A woman is not your helper. Don't say you find it. Helper is Ezar. It means you are saved from something. Don't say you find a wife, find a helper. Help me. Helper means he's a savior. He saved you for something. Thank God for preaching. Thank God for preaching, but you need to speak to yourself. Listen, I want to end with this. I really want to end with this. Men have said a lot about you. But if you allow them to get into your heart, you are making a mistake. Because men's opinions about you changes. I did a test for my mom one day. And I said, one day, I gave my mom money. My mom, okay, ah! Oh, she said, okay. She said, you are not stingy. I don't want to say it in Yoruba because of people that will hear this. She said, you are not stingy. Ah, you are the good person. Another day, she asked me for the same money. I did not give her. She said, you are so stingy. And I said, ah! Thank God, though. You know what I said? I said, thank God I don't follow your opinion. Because opinions of men changes about you. If you allow their opinion get to you, you have made a mistake. But what is God's opinion about you? That is what you should fix your mind upon. Men can look at you say, and call you bad. You don't know what people say when they drop the call. You can call you somebody and happy and they say, Hey, my guy, how are you? This and that. How you doing? Drop the call and say, rubbish. Rubbish person. Hey, look at his head. He wants to beg me for something again. You don't know what people say. But if you allow those words get to you and you let it dictate your life, you have made a mistake. Hebrews 13.5 says, He has said, verse 6 now says, Thou will my boldly say, What has God spoken about you? Those are what should fill your lips. Thank God for preaching. Say God's word. God's word honors God. Proverbs 4.20 says, My son, give heed to thy word. Don't wait for people to encourage you. Proverbs 4.20 don't, don't wait for people to encourage you. Put God's word on your lips. Be encouraged with God's word. Say you cannot be defeated. I want you to say that statement. Say I cannot be defeated. I cannot. And I can never quit. 
Say, I can never be defeated. I can never be defeated. And I can never quit. And I win always. Men's word never dictates my life. I will not allow men's word to dictate my life. I give my room for God's word in my life. He has said that he might boldly say. What has God spoken about you? I need us to get you some speaking sessions tonight, this, this afternoon, for just a few couple of minutes. Open your mouth boldly. Call things that be not. Say what God said about you. That you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I am no longer condemned. Sin cannot have dominion over me. I live in victory. I walk in victory. Everything is working for my good. Every door I knock is knocked. Every door I knock is open to me. Speak God's word over your life. Speak God's word over situations. That you have what you say. You are not stranded. You are victorious. You win always. You are not defeated. You can never quit. Speak God's word. Speak God's word. Open your mouth and say it loudly. Open your mouth and say them loudly. Meditations are meant to be spelled it loudly. Say those things loudly. The way you say that, I don't have money loudly. Now, we say those statements and say, money comments. My bills are paid. My bills are paid. My needs are met. I'm not stranded. I'm not stranded. Man, look to me and fail on me. I am not a failure. Open your mouth and speak of what? Speak of what? Yes. That you might boldly say. Amen. 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 The same way you said all those negative words boldly. I have anger issues. I have this and that. I am struggling with this. I'm, 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 I, I cannot do this. Those are the ways. These coming days, you will used to speak good words to yourself. Get to speaking sections. You said all those negative statements. Enough! When you are bringing up kids, when you are training young people, don't say negative things around them. Ensure you tell them that you are the beloved of God. God loves them. The way you said all those things, ah, I don't know how it can happen. I'm struggling. I'm this and that. I'm broke. I'm this. I'm that. I'm a sinner. I'm a this. I'm a... You say those things boldly. Now I want you to go to another speaking saying, Open your mouth boldly. Say those things. Say those things. Give them a date. Get those things. Say those things. Open your mouth and let's talk. I can never be defeated. I don't quit. I don't back down. I don't back down. No, my problems back down. I don't back down. Oh, yes. Oh, 